This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with three members of the Sangres Art Guild, Lene Lorela, Terry Webke, and Angie Ardeburn. Ladies, welcome. Thank Hi. you. This for anyone, how did the Art Guild get started in the first place, and what need did it fill? The Art Guild got started, oh, many years ago, I would say the early 2000s, when many artists in the community formed a guild to support each other. And then eventually they decided to make it a 501c3 and start the Third Street Gallery as a place where the artists within the guild could display their works. The Third Street Gallery is your physical space. It, it seems to be open uh, like less in the winter and more in the summer. How does that work? Right. The traffic in town isn't very widespread in the wintertime. So we're fairly um, follow that trend that we're open in, from May until around Christmas time. So we have our first show, which is the calendar show, the 2020 Visions. And the reception is May 4th at 3rd Street Gallery. And we're open Thursdays through Mondays during that season from May until December. And from around January until May, we're open on Mondays with a group of women that come in and use the gallery every Monday year-round. Okay. And they'll run the gallery on Mondays. So don't hesitate to come in on Mondays all year. That's good. And we'll talk about some of the shows coming up. Uh, But before we do, for the three of you, what is your personal interest in the art guild? Are you artists yourselves? You're a patron of the art? You're a fan of the art? Linnea? Uh, Well, for for myself, I got involved because my, my husband, Kirk Gillespie, is actually an artist. So he was involved in the guild, and not to stereotype artists, but they don't tend to be necessarily the analytical accountant types, which I am. So I became the treasurer of the guild to help out the guild. And uh, although my personally, I am a fiber artist. So, okay. but I do more functional type things like shawls and scarves, and not so much the decorative art. Okay. And Terry, how about yourself? You're you're one of the artists listed. I am. I was an elementary teacher for a very long time. I have a degree in fine art, but hadn't touched it while I raised my family and had done nothing regarding the actual arts. When I retired in 2013, my first gift to myself was a workshop with Gerald Merfeld. And, you know, walking into a studio, I went, "I'm, I'm kind of back home. I love it. I love it. So, and it's a great way to be involved with other artists but also be able to keep the guild working to be involved with it. So we encourage other artists or other community members to be involved with the gallery. And I saw a piece in one of the brochures that was a steampunk hat, and I think that was yours. It might have been mine. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole outfit that goes with it. (laughs) Great, great, great. Uh, Angie, how about yourself? Well, myself, um, I've always loved the arts. I do do some artwork myself, which most people don't know, photography and stained glass. But basically, my husband, Michael Arterburn, is an artist, and I've supported him for many years, and along with our daughter. And I just have always felt that art is an important economic value to a community, so I've always wanted to support that. So the Art Guild 
focuses on community involvement in education as part of its mission. To that end, you've got three separate programs for children uh, from ages 3 to 17. How does that all work? Well, right now, we have ongoing the preschool class for classes for ages 3 to 6. It's normally on the, the third Friday. And right now, I think the kids and the instructors are having as much, as much fun, uh, both of us. And uh, one of the instructors is actually uh, Charlotte Havey, who was um, actually the preschool director here for, in Westcliff for several years. Uh, the one thing I want to mention in conjunction with the kids' classes, our kids' classes are actually f- all funded by Rebecca's Fund. Rebecca's Fund was created in memory of Rebecca Samuelson in the Valley, and through the Wet Mountain S- Spirit campaign, there was a lot of money donated, and that's allowing us to hold these kids' classes really in Rebecca's memory. So after 3 to 6, this year, in conjunction with the Theater's Creativity Camp, the same weeks that that's held, we're going to have Art Camp opposite the Creativity Camp. So kids could go to performing arts, theater in in half the day, and then art the other half the day. And there's sessions for both 7 to 12-year-olds there, and then also 13 to 17-year-olds. So that'll happen in July. And then all year round, we have a series of classes, which is, we're kind of calling them on-demand classes, because there's not enough population in Westcliff to get the volume of people that we need to hold the classes regularly. So you can go on the website and find out which classes we're, uh, we're offering, and you just call up the instructor, and once they get four people, they will schedule a class whose schedule will meet those who want to participate, and they're in pottery, oil painting, drawing, knit. We actually added a knitting class, weaving class, pastel. And if we've missed a venue that you want, watercolor, we will find an instructor who wants to do it and get it scheduled for you. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the Rebecca's Fund, which is going to be a great thing for the community. Under full disclosure, I'm on the board of the community foundation that helps manage that. Under full disclosure, I should also mention that uh, as I walked out the house today, I passed a, a Jerry Duran uh, weaving on my ah. wall. So I uh, have been by the Third Street Gallery, and I am a fan of the arts. You have half a dozen art shows slated for the year. The first one is the 2020 Visions that runs May 4th through July 1st, and that's connected with the calendar. Uh, what should we know about that? Well, the calendar has been going on for a number of years, and it's usually our first show of the year. People have entered from out of town, in town. It was juried this year, so we had an out-of-town juror that came and selected the artwork. They will be ready to be for sale at this show on May 4th. And beyond that, the other shows have different focuses. We've got a lovely brochure that should be around town if people Mm -hmm. would like to stop in at the gallery and pick them up or at Greenstone Artworks or probably um, Artiburn Art, lots of opportunities to pick these up. Later in the year, we're going to have you folks back uh, so that we can talk about the art shows during the summer. And uh, one thing in the fall is the uh, Art Hullabaloo. That's been going on quite a while. And associated with that, I think it starts maybe the week before and ends the week of Art Hullabaloo, is the Alla Prima live painting. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and when, 
when you come back, we can go into more details at, kind of toward the end of the summer. Right. The APW Ala Prima Westcliff is a paint-in and paint-out art competition, and it's designed for artists of all different experiences. They can be experienced artists. We also have a novice, so if you've never done it before, the main thing is that you need to start with a clean canvas. And canvas can be pottery, it can be metal, or actually canvas, and you have to come and get that stamped so we know that you've started with a clean slate, and it's done during that period of time. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it ties into the Arts Hullabaloo, which is the arts, meaning the art of, and it can be really the art of anything. And new this year will be a chalk art demonstration done by a professional that shows a 3D, as well as a stunt kite demonstration as in addition to. And part of these demonstrations in the with the chalk art and the kites are also sponsored by Rebecca's Fund as well for, okay. the, for the kids and, aspect uh, of it. I know Chris Carlson is the uh, chalk artist that's, yes, that you're planning to have. That's, that's a impressive, impressive to see that. I've seen that in Europe, and uh, it'll be fun to have it here. And kite flying, under full disclosure, I should mention that I, uh, I used to fly uh, Indian fighting kites. So... Uh, I have no skill on that. No, I hope I'm sure, you participate. Now, now, the Hullabaloo this year is three days, 27th through the 29th of September. Is, yes, that, a, is that an expansion? Yes, it is. Um, last year, we kind of spread it out a little bit, but we're trying to encompass more visual aspect of the arts and to incorporate some of the um, artists that are here with APW. APW and Arts Hullabaloo bring a lot of people into the community. And as far as helping the economy, just ABW alone, we feel those people bring in over $12,000 of revenue into this community. So it's good revenue for the county as well. Uh, that's, that's good to mention. We always run sort of short on time, but let me ask a slightly off-topic question. For the three of you, the most memorable piece of art you've ever seen or the coolest museum that you've ever been to? The Museum d'Orsay in Paris. The Musée d'Orsay, the Impressionist oh, Museum. Oh, uh, that, that I just is, that wept. A, the giant clock on the wall. Uh, Unbelievable. It, but the, all, all the Impressionist art, I agree with that. I guess in regards to art, um, I'm always fascinated as what the fabric artists can come up with in re- as far as visually. Okay, those are, uh, those are good answers. I know that uh, many folks were inspired by just when they were young, seeing something that got them started. How about for you? Was there anything in your background that got you interested in art early on? There was a TV show on when I was a little kid, and it must have been during a time when my mom needed me to be occupied, one of four kids. And it was sort of like follow along on this drawing. And so every day they added to it, and I did it. My dad thought it was nice enough that he put it in a frame in his office. And that sort of validated for me that it was something of value. Um, For me, when I was a kid, my mother went back to school when I was in kindergarten, and she got a minor in art. And so she would come home in the evenings and do her art projects for school, and I would help. Okay. Angie? And I guess I've always enjoyed creating in one way or another. So even if it had to do with building or whatever, just doing something with your hands and making something come out of the piece. 
as we run short of time, what, what, what haven't we talked about that's coming up this year that folks should know about? I'd like people to know that we are a physical gallery that um, is located right off Main Street. If they head north on Route 69, you'll see the sculpture of the horses and the, the big building there says gallery. And we're open from Thursday through Mondays during our what we consider season from 11 until 4. And we'd love to have people come in and visit. Just let us know that you're out there and we'd like you to know that we're here. Okay, and that, that's the Third Street Gallery. Third Street Gallery, okay. that's right. And one other thing is, the gallery is run by volunteers only, so it's staffed by volunteers, and they have the volunteer show is always ever-changing, and that's on the second floor. Okay. So there's a lot more art in the building than it appears to be, mm -hmm. so we'd love to have people come and explore. Right. And as far as the education classes, even if, say, you're having a family reunion this summer or bringing in a bunch of grandkids, if you want to have an art class for them, just contact us and we'll see what we can get arranged for you, kind of on our on-demand schedule. Great. We've been visiting with uh, Lene, Terry, and Angie from the Sangres Art Guild. If folks were interested in getting more information, what's the best way to contact uh, yes, the Sangres Art Guild does have a website. It's sangresartguild.org.org. And we try to keep it up to date with all of our ongo ongoing activities. And there's also phone numbers and emails that you can contact people on from that website. Great. And let me mention that uh, the radio station here is pleased to be partnering with the Art Guild in September for the High Peaks Festival. We've had uh, the High Peaks Music Festival for almost 10 years now. And you're going to have a show kind of with the same name. We're going to have some of your folks at the festival. Uh, we're going to provide music at your opening. Uh, look forward to that. Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful collaboration. And we are looking forward to it. And we are grateful that you're looking forward to it as well. We've been visiting uh, and talking about the Sangres Art Guild. Ladies, thanks for stopping by. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Gary. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 